0: Decatur? I hardly knew her. Hey. Welcome to the Age of Pods. Uh, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm Jan.
1: I'm Janosh. My name is Jan Champion, and with us
2: a special guest. I'm Micah. Hi, Micah. Who are you? Uh, I'm just a humble gentleman who loves to rise and grind every morning, every day, every way. 24-7, 363.
3: Nice. How how is that uh rise and grind routine like going
2: these days?
3: Well, you With, know like, the, the, the world whole... crumbling around you.
2: Well, so the nice thing about having to work from home is it now means there's no boundary between going to work to grind versus staying at home to grind on my side hustles. It's just <laughs> one giant you grind you rise, you grind for sixteen to eighteen hours you get some sleep
3: what's like your uh your usual rise time
2: uh it varies usually it's either about 8 a.m or it's 4 a.m depending on when i go to sleep how many hours do you sleep about four hours so it's either i'm up until about like 4 a.m and then i get up at eight or i'm uh up until about midnight and then i get up at four
1: right so you rested after four hours or is it is it a struggle for you or does it just come natural
2: It's just, like, my body wakes up, and it says, I don't care how tired you are, you're not going back to sleep, and so Ah, I I, I rise and I grind.
1: Yeah, that's the...
0: Now, forgive me if I'm wrong, you recently had some relationship troubles with uh, your girlfriend's sleep.
2: I Um... did. We broke up, and honestly, like, if it it hadn't been for for my my good friend Coffee on the rebound, I don't know what I would have done, but... uh... (laughs) She's pretty, she's been pretty hot. She's actually been like ice cold to me lately, but uh, she's still been there. Kind of a, uh, (laughs) okay.
0: (laughs) Kind of a cold, cold shrew. You could exactly taming of the
1: cold. I mean, hmm. I I don't know if like if instant coffee is something that is like a universal experience or.
0: Yeah, we know about instant coffee.
1: Okay, yeah. So I, I could, I could have said something like, "What I like about Micah's girlfriend is that she's like there instantly if you need her." Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Well, I mean, you could just say that again and cut out all of this, right? I don't know if we have like a cinema verite approach to the age of pods, but
0: no, yeah. This is dogma. We have to. Um... Okay.
1: <laughs> yes, we all have hand mics, also. All right, dogma. We don't 69. put them on stands.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> there's no music which uh, honestly which, not a yeah, really joke
0: <laughs> no music yet we're lo- someday we'll put some music in here um, today we're looking at the rest of the
3: dogma rules so uh, uh, imagine that bit going on for like <laughs> a minute
0: yeah just go ahead and just pause the podcast play. and uh yeah. just imagine
3: yeah, come up with your favorite dogma jokes, and I uh, have a chuckle.
2: <laughs> so what it's does very,
3: Mr. Stevens mean to you,
2: Micah? You know, here's my, my dirty secret about Sushant Stevens. I- I'm not a fan, but uh, I, I really listened to his first two albums and then on principle, whenever he moved away from albums about states after saying he was going to do all of them. I, uh, I one of my friends back in, like, this is my college dorm, whenever it was, 2008, 2009. Uh, I said, I am never listening to another set recording other than the two state albums because I feel lied to. and I haven't listened to anything after them. So, I'm sure he's put out some great stuff, but it's uh, pretty good. I, <laughs> Bold I, stance. I, I start. I mean, it's it's a bit that I started in 2009, and I haven't had a reason to stop it.
1: No, I mean it's a really cool, funny bit. So <laughs> why wouldn't you commit?
2: It's very funny to not quitter.
3: enjoy I... what I like. Arguably, his two best albums, uh, because of a dumb joke.
0: No, look, I was, look. You know. Uh, nobody likes a quitter yeah so you know and hey
2: you might come come back around and surprise us with uh... I, I, i just feel like it's one of those things of if i listen to another sufjan album then this story just turns into oh yeah i didn't listen to him for like a decade because of him walking away from it and then i sound petty versus if i continue to do it off of something like this it's so ludicrous, it's still incredibly petty, but it's petty in, like, a significant way, not just an eye-rolling way. That's I what I tell it's
3: right you to Seven Swans? No. <laughs> it's pretty good.
2: It's
1: a really good
0: album, though. It's fun. You can pretend it's about uh, Utah. Or something, mm. or like one of the Bible Belt yes. states.
2: Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. somebody tweet at Sufjan and get him to acknowledge that it's secretly about Utah, and I can partake. But until then, I I just can't. I'm really sorry.
0: Or Carrie Karen Lowell has a song called Eugene, and it takes place in Oregon. So you know, get in there.
3: We'll see. Someone should upload the albums on LimeWire, but give them fake titles. <laughs>
2: That's how I got into the Mountain Goats, because somebody had it listed as Neutral Milk Hotel rares, and I was really excited, and then it turned out to not be, but I'm still a fan, so maybe if somebody would do the same thing for me for Sufjan, it would be great service.
3: That's how they get you.
2: That's really good.
3: So we're in the middle of one of those uh, two albums that you've heard.
2: <laughs> yes, the the one I prefer of the two, actually. Mm, um,
3: it's the better one, definitely. Michigan is like... It's good if it was like any other artist, like for any other artist, it could be like one of their standout albums. But like the Sufjan standard is just a little bit higher, I think.
2: Michigan not being quite as good as uh, Illinois is a nice motif that those here in the United States of America will appreciate as a recurring theme. So that works out.
3: Can you explain that? (laughs)
2: Well, to yeah, just,
0: elaborate uh, on that like I, I I totally
3: understand that, but like maybe for like other European listeners who are not quite as versed in u s socio politics will appreciate that, but I of course
2: understand it i i don't think there's really a whole lot to it other than um at least with illinois i feel like there's more of a cohesive ethos michigan just feels like a misplaced midwestern state that doesn't know whether it wants to be angry midwestern or it wants to be folksy midwestern so it's just in a weird nebulous middle ground and that just doesn't speak to me what's your
1: heritage are you an angry midwesterner
2: i'm not i uh most of my family's from New England, going way back. On my dad's side, on my mom's side, it's from the West or uh, Southwest. I'm from Texas originally, ish. From all over, no, oh. I don't. I don't really feel like. I mean, I, I I play up the Texas thing a little bit, but I don't really feel like I have a specific geographic heritage beyond judging everyone from everywhere.
1: I can relate to that a lot, actually.
3: I'm Is like, it possible? I'm I'm judging everyone from everywhere as long as
2: they're white. Oh, of when course, not, uh, I, I'm like, that's...
3: is it racist to judge them?
2: Right. Uh, actually, I, I do have a question. Um, are there different parts of Germany? Because from America, oh, I just absolutely. know it as the one. <laughs> so I just kind of assumed. Uh, but this one uh, is there more? city state? It's just one. It's just like a. Uh, uh, it's like Venice, but a uh, little bit bigger. It's basically Venice, but a little bit bigger. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah, it's basically Venice. Yeah. Uh yeah, there's total that there totally is like uh like, like we have... from the we from the south like hate uh, people from the north uh because they always like look down on us when they're here and uh refuse to say uh south like south german specific slang words or like the names of our foods the way we call them here.
2: Huh? Because I knew there was an East Germany and a West Germany, but I didn't know there was a North one and a South one, too. That's really interesting to me.
3: Yeah. No. It's like because the North, people from the North, is like Hamburg or something like that. Like, they live in the windy regions where there's, like, (laughs) a lot of ocean fish or whatever. Not ocean, but, like, sea fish or whatever. And we here have, like...
1: there is a lot to hate about my home country of germany mm. but the one thing that i don't hate about germany is that it um historically is just about really 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 small counties and duchies um that and it never really unified in in like uh what you say in like a way that influenced that the structure is that we have not, not like a couple of big cities, but we have like, uh, like about a hundred big cities, even though we're like from the size, we're not a big country. So, this yeah. is like the one thing that I like about Germany. There's actually kind of because we were all these like petty little feudal lords, now we have a, a big theater in every city.
3: That's true. There's like some, some nice, uh, there's like a, a nice variety of uh institutions of the art. Yeah. I guess. Um so the first song we're going to talk about is Decatur or round of applause for your stepmother exclamation mark. Uh this yeah. is about Oop Decatur. Oop. Which I don't know anything about, but maybe someone here knows something
0: about Decatur. I Oh gosh, you know I don't I don't know much Jan, do you know anything about
2: Decatur? Anything? Uh, no pass, sorry, oh gosh well, so I'm so glad that you invited me here today by such random coincidence. I actually spent about five years of my life living just forty five minutes away from Decatur, and what um oh, yes wh- oh and um my uh my spouse uh is actually very tied to family from decatur i've got a mother-in-law um a grandmother-in-law and a grandfather-in-law who all currently reside in decatur illinois it's a it's a very interesting space uh, i don't i don't want to step on anybody's toes as we break down into the lyrics but uh something that i really uh speaks to me about this song is how he talks about hating his stepmother uh, and all of the places they went to in Decatur. Uh, because there's a lot about Decatur that even if you loved your stepmother, you'd question or you'd question that whenever you uh finish your visit. Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, I think one of the things that I do think he missed in this, and this was a layup of something that Sushan really should have included, was uh, he didn't mention the hallmark of Decatur, which is the No Racism Zone sign you see when you get off the highway going to the south side of Decatur. There's a highway that runs through the city of Decatur, and there's kind of the shopping on the north side, and then on the south side is more of the residential. And as soon as you drive in, you see speed limit 35. Uh, that's in miles per hour. That's I don't know whatever 73 uh, kilometers per hour, whatever that comes out to in metric. But um, then there's this big sign that says you are now entering a no racism zone. And I think uh,
1: that's such a smart move by the administration to like combat racism because then you can't have racism in there, and it's just like against the law. No.
2: You know, I I would think that, but from an urban planning perspective, not all of the city is located within the boundaries of this, and so I'm just wondering, uh, which came first? Was it the city was racist, and then they removed some of the racism, or was it something where part of the city was like, we really want to get racist, so they had to specify, we don't want you to be racist here. That's a great mystery. I guess I should have done my homework to figure out which was which, but... uh... Do you think you could, um, like, you know how people will
0: uh, step over boundary lines is like, now I'm in Washington, Oregon. Washington, Oregon. Uh they go to the no racism zone and they'll like uh step across it like racist, not racist. Racist, not racist. <laughs> sort of back and forth.
2: I've wondered about that um I just don't know if they if they have like racism in their heart if they're even allowed to enter. Um, because I feel like that's one of those things that, like, racism's really something that's, like, a part of you, you can't just decide whether you are or aren't going to be, like, on the fly, and so I don't think you could even legally enter the town, um, if you are. That's true. And I think might get disintegrated like the. Yeah, might get disintegrated, like,
0: the portal, uh, doorways. Like, the doorways in Portal to the elevator. Oh, I never played Portal. MRA gamers, okay.
3: The cake is a
2: lie. Uh <laughs> great. So that's that's really all I have on on Decatur. You know, otherwise I really do appreciate uh the song. He does a very good job of uh, kind of like Billy Joel in We Didn't Start the Fire where he just names a whole bunch of uh stuff uh from a history yeah. book. This is kind of like him looking at Google Map for um or I guess MapQuest was still kind of the thing whenever the album was written of uh of places in Decatur and running down the list, but I appreciate that about him.
3: I love that you say that thing about we didn't start the fire because now that you mention it, like the whole album kind of feels like that. Like Jacksonville also had a similar thing.
0: Um, that's most of the album, if not. Yeah, this
2: whole world fair oh, no. stuff.
3: The world fair stuff too. Yeah,
2: I, I think well, that's one of the things that bothers me about him dropping the thing about doing an album for every state because it was clear he didn't have to go to every state to do it. Like, yeah. literally, your fourth-grade social studies textbook has enough material for you to, like, put out 48 more albums. Yeah.
0: Well, to be honest, like, I feel like this album so thoroughly explores the concept of an album about a state that I feel like any more albums about states would kind of be redundant. Like, you can just kind of imagine that uh, all the elements of this album in Michigan... Uh, are about whatever state you want, and maybe instead of uh, he says Sangamon River, maybe that's uh, the Mississippi River, for example. That's such a good point uh, you're making. Uh,
2: You know, actually, the more I I think about that, not to step on your toes, uh, but uh, the more I think about it, maybe that's what there needs to be, as opposed to this project of like, let's record songs for the other forty eight albums. We just need to go through Illinois and just replace the words, okay, And yeah. then, you know, um uh, we've got again, something comes through, Mississippi River, it overflowed. You can use that line on half a dozen other albums easy. so um maybe maybe that's the mistake that we're all making is we owe it to Sufjan to just go through and fix the album.
3: It's like, huh. How- there was, like, that Mabim Bam bit about how they heard a version of Country Roads where it says a different state instead of West Virginia. It's like, they're, yeah, remixes of Illinois. Remixes <laughs>
1: of Country Roads um, ran so remixes of Illinois could walk.
3: Exactly.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, should we, like, look through some of these uh, state marks? Like, okay. What's the thing about the lion and the kangaroo and the alligator? Is that something you can relate to?
2: I believe Decatur has a zoo or they used to have one of those like sad little small town zoos where mm. it's really just one person who's like rich for the county but not rich by any objective standard who had enough money to like buy a kangaroo and say now this is the zoo. <laughs> so um and I, I mean they did catch a wild alligator which I mean that's kind of that's a lot of rivers so you don't even have to change that line. Uh, Civil War skeletons in their graves um, definitely works. I don't really know what he meant by spirit of the aviator, and nobody annotated that in Genius. So I'm, you can huh. people fly from everywhere. Um, yeah, I mean, there's legs on this one.
3: Aviator is like a movie where Leonardo DiCaprio plays Howard Hughes. It's probably that. It's the oh, same yeah. Leonardo
1: DiCaprio yeah, uh, reference in Illinois after the Reverend.
3: Huh? Yeah.
1: There is also a reference back to Seven Swans because he says Abraham, but it's a different Abraham (laughs) now. This time it's Abraham Lincoln. So if you compare the two, like both I think are like you know big patriarchs, important to him. Because on on one hand you have like a biblical one, on the other hand you have a a political one.
3: Yeah, he does say Abraham Lincoln was the great emancipator. And that's just what Abraham, like the original Abraham did. He also like... Yeah. If you...
1: Yeah. If you like read like the development from like the Hebrew God to then appearing in the burning bush and being like, hey, uh, Moses, I am actually the guy who's going to liberate you from slavery. Then Abraham like... Abraham... Almost killed his son, so uh, the thorned uh, burning bush could um, emancipate. Yeah, as the saying always goes.
3: (laughs) Just as, as we always say. I also think like the line. There's a line that rings different in the current political climate because because he says Stephen A. Douglas was a great debater, and it's like 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 those debates on TV. Am I right?
2: I don't even know <laughs> Yeah, it is you, like you, the those debates
3: you know, the, I mean, the presidential debate
2: Maybe if we wanted to update this for modern audiences or for other states then the lion and kangaroo wouldn't be going to a zoo, they'd be uh, part of a circus which is all the current clowns <laughs> okay. up there on the debate stage uh, part of their job too <laughs> mm, yeah. I'll say
1: And I mean today to the kids they don't even know what a great debater is you'd have to translate to them and be like Stephen A Douglas was popular on Twitter that's what they would understand
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Have you seen have you seen uh Stephen A's TikToks they're so they're so good Stephen
0: A Douglas was a left tuber he went...
3: um there's a chicken mobile which is a very it's funny image
0: him, that they linked on Genius <laughs> oh, that's a good, that's a good chicken mobile. God What's dang. everyone's
1: favorite uh chicken dish?
3: Ooh, that's a great question. Dinosaur nuggets.
1: Is that chicken nuggets in the shape of dinosaurs?
0: Yep. Tight. Uh, I'm gonna go classic chicken parm. Hmm. Chicken yeah, nuggets gosh. in the shape of a pizza.
3: I'm gonna have to. Yeah. Think a second. I don't know. It's I mis- guess uh, like yeah. I like teriyaki. I guess teriyaki, teriyaki chicken. Yeah. Okay. I
1: feel like that's the answer of a person who's not not as into chicken as. <laughs> I yeah, like, all like chicken.
0: <laughs> Name five. I, I like, <laughs>
3: okay, the McChicken. Okay. 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 Uh, uh, the Hot Wings. Good. All right. Um, chicken breast. Plain. Classic. Okay. Good. Uh, chicken soup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do a uh, one good. more, right?
1: Yeah,
3: uh, just like a whole grilled chicken. Oh fuck! I forgot about grilled chicken. Yeah, rotisserie oh,
1: chicken. Man. Rotisserie chicken are like a, a guilty pleasure
3: of mine. Do have to say. Is the line? Uh, I had my fill, and I know how bad it feels. Is that like when you eat too much fast food? Because comes rest, it right after the chicken mobile line. Yes, and. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. I, have, I have nothing else to and, add it
0: just uh... yes
2: <laughs> uh... so so what i'll say from having grown up in a small town is uh i, I don't want to keep harping on this but i'm just looking at the map of how many cities in america are named decatur there's 17 states you can hit um both illinois and michigan and then 15 others and they're all the sort of like small towns that probably also have someone with like a chicken mobile or something along those lines like small towns have people with weird cars all the time and especially small towns in the south have chickens so i think uh the chicken mobile is probably a universal constant that's i imagine good. so okay so that's that's good we
0: can we can chew for efficiency uh, no small uh sorry saying
1: I, I was just i was just in my head uh trying to make a like a a, a town a town quote like Decatur come for the chicken, leave for the racism, like, (laughs) something like that.
0: (laughs) That's a good one. Um, That's your No Small Caterpillar, which obviously, well, I don't know if obviously, but it refers to the manufacturing plant, but, like, everyone's got caterpillars. The bug. Yeah. So, like, that's easy.
3: Yeah, and it's also relatable, because I've been playing Animal Crossing, and you can catch caterpillars
0: there. What do you do with them?
3: Uh, Bring one of them to the museum, and then sell the rest of them for profit.
1: (laughs) Micah, do you respect the rise and grind attitude that is shown uh, in the game loop of (laughs) Animal Crossing?
2: So my problem with Animal Crossing and the rise and grind mentality is you see so many people who don't have the same kind of mentality and you're working to carry for them. Like, I don't like how much of the game is based on you rising and grinding so others don't have to. Rising and grinding should be an ethos for the whole community. And it's really not um blathers is out there saying hey can you go bring me all of these things and i will give you nothing in return except (laughs) for facts that you want to press a to skip through as quickly as possible like it's not a reciprocal relationship and it just doesn't feel like it's got that same kind of hustle
3: i have no idea how serious you are about anything right now
1: (laughs) janoc what would you answer to that
2: uh i like
3: blathers i think he's cute and he's very likable and I like to annoy him with bugs.
2: Janusz, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Are you a part of that rise and grind lifestyle 24-7, 363? <laughs> you know I
3: am.
1: Hmm. Oh, please, maybe for the listeners. Uh, I know like us, we're all clear on that because we are on that uh, on that lifestyle. But can you explain why it's 360? Uh, uh, how many days is it? Right, like, three, sorry. 363.
2: 363 sure. days. So we've been revising that a little bit in the wake of the great um, ongoing tragedy. And so right now, uh, one of the days you get off is Thanksgiving, so you're always grateful. But then we ask, it's a leap year, so you can pick two, Um, otherwise it's only one day. But we pick a day that's of remembrance of you or something that was tragic, so you never forget it, but you always remember to count your blessings.
3: Okay, so like when Hillary lost the election, hashtag I'm still with her.
2: Exactly, something something like that. Um, for me, it was when Cory Booker dropped out of uh, the mm. race back in February. It's that kind of thing.
0: For me, it was Marianne William, and that was like in October. So I'm not even, you know, not even over it.
2: Yeah, it takes time to grieve.
3: Jan, do you have one?
1: Um, I'm really going through it in my head, but no, <laughs> I don't have one.
0: Wow, no personal tragedies for Jan, huh?
2: <laughs> I would, okay. I would say. Uh, Speaking so of films, personal,
1: no, that's not the next song, but it would oh, have. Oh damn great... it! That
2: was about to be my segue <laughs> too. Oh, oh that would have been
3: great. No, the next one is one less woohoo for the poor man, which woo-hoo. is it. It took me longer to say the title than the entire song. It's six seconds, and it's just woohoo because Decatur ends with like some claps at the end, which, by the way, on the genius. Uh, the claps are credited to Danielle Smith and Ellen Smith.
0: Well, That's good. I, um, yeah, the Pullman is. Uh, I'm just looking at this. Uh,
3: isn't that the guy in uh, in the uh, movie Independence Day? Isn't that the name of the actor who plays the president? Yeah, I think that's what. This oh yeah, is Bill about. Pullman. Yeah, I think
0: it's about Bill Pullman. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure.
3: And this leads into maybe the most iconic Sufjan Stevens song of all time. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think "Chicago." No, you're is like you're very
1: correct. It's up
0: there. Yeah, the one. I
3: think "Chicago"
1: the is Boy. the song that I've played the most in my life. Yeah, that's... I've played it on banjo. I've played it on the keyboard. I've played it on the guitar.
3: It's like four very uh, basic chords that yes, uh yes it is. Everyone can learn and it's fun. And it's good to play and it's yeah, it's a very uh pleasant song. I encourage every one of us, our listeners to learn Chicago on the instrument of their choice. That's our call to action this week that we do every week. <laughs>
0: every week we do a call to action and this week it's to learn chicago go ahead and hit with the hashtag (laughs) remember to use that hashtag and uh yeah let us know
3: i think you've been to chicago micah right
2: i have several times it's um you know, here in America there's a thing where Chicago is uh, referred to as the second city because New York is the first city. And um it's accurate. I, one of the things that I like about Chicago is uh, going there is a mistake. And so whenever you see the refrain throughout the song of making a lot of mistakes, that's my thought about all the times I've been to Chicago. Mm. So it works out is Again, eating
3: deep dish pizza one of those mistakes.
2: Uh, You know, the thing about uh, Chicago style pizza that really bothers me is uh, you have a whole bunch of native Chicago people who insist that the deep dish pizza that's all touristy isn't real, authentic Chicago pizza, that there's this thin crust. And I just think that that's something where when you're a city like Chicago and you have so little to brag about, getting snobby about like the one positive association people have with you is kind of a it's kind of questionable. It's like if
0: Seattle was like, um, actually grunge was started in lower Tacoma. It's like, no, you
2: can keep, you can keep grunge. Like you, you don't have to go anywhere with it. Right. Or if they were like, Boston can keep Frasier because it's a spinoff of cheers.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. No, but I, I, I kind of relate to that just in the way of, um, you know, I'm, I'm Hungarian. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned that already on this podcast.
0: Congrats!
1: Oh, so, so you're saying like you you you're like Germany. That's like the second country <laughs> in Hungary. That's number one. It's
3: exactly, it's exactly like that. Say. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like there's a there's a food named langos in Hungary, which uh, to f- me I fuck with that is Sorry, yeah, But just to just me, is that you. like uh like typical like holiday food. Like, because Hungarians, if they don't have the money to, uh, which most of them don't do, because they don't earn a lot of money. Um, There's no, like, the minimum wage is, like, around, like, two euros. So, you know, a lot of Hungarians aren't rich. So their holiday choice is going to Balaton, which is, like, a big-ass lake in the middle of the country. And there you get langos on every beach. So for me, langos is, like, typical beach food. And you eat it with just sour cream and cheese. but like here in Germany, there's like places where they sell langos sometimes, like on know, Christmas market on, or something. And I get real picky about whether it's like real Hungarian langos or if they put like paprika on it or something, or salami, which I've seen
2: last year. Jeez. They really put the they put salami on their language, seriously.
3: I've seen that at a language place in Germany here, yeah. And the people who That's... saw it didn't seem Hungarian. That's really disappointing to me. It absolutely is. It's an abomination. And I will not stand for it.
1: I could really go for some deep fried dough right now.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Hey, I fell in love again. But all things go. What What is this song about? If we want to, like... <sighs> Look into the lyrics. Like, I don't know. It feels it feels like it feels like a relatable story, but you know, I've never slept in a parking lot in a van in New York, so I don't know.
1: I feel like it's about um, finding hope again or faith again after a crisis. I feel like
0: okay, yeah, because it's sort of like yeah, saying all things go, all things grow. It's like everything ends, but everything improves too. Oh
3: yeah, I fuck with that. Yeah, I like the I like the like small variations in the chorus on, on the all things all things go, all things grow, all things know.
0: All things uh blow. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs>
1: all things deep fried dough. <laughs>
0: What
3: if it was all things Joe and it's about the democratic primary?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, it could be um.
3: I had like small uh behind the scenes uh fact uh like the the last like however many uh other podcasts I re- uh, recorded like outside of this one uh. There's like On the last like Three or four episodes And all of them Joe Biden came up For some reason And now my mind is Joe poisoned
0: <laughs> He's wormed his way in there Yeah
3: Did you all know He has a podcast now
2: Anyway <laughs> We should get him on
0: Hey Joe If, uh, if you're
2: it, listening it, it sounds like If hey, you're John. feeling Poisoned by uh, Biden You need a dose Of the antidote uh, Okay <laughs> No. that was too much of a stretch I'm so sorry
0: let's just, no. let's just steal this bit from Funhouse.
1: Uh <laughs> oh what's interesting is I just see now uh, the famous part like if I was crying in the van with my friend it was for freedom from myself and from the land where the instrumentation is like decreased again and it's more like I think it's only his voice and what else? Like some bells? Yeah. Anyway, they say here, they they mark it as bridge. And I think it's curious because um, I always assume that bridge is like a a variation also on the harmony. But it's just like, you know, uh, a change in the dynamics maybe of the the song. And it's like, I think it's not the... on the other hand, it's like the the climax of maybe the narrative of the song. Like, this yeah, is it's hard. definitely... And like, then like I made a lot of mistakes. It come in like as a, do you say, a crescendo. Like they are like, and you're singing along like I made a lot of mistakes and you're like happily singing like that you yeah. made mistakes. It's like that's a, a cathartic moment as well. Yeah, this yeah.
0: is a great breakdown. Yeah. you love to see it.
1: But it's the breakdown, that is the the end of the breakdown. Like the breakdown is like the liberating thing.
3: Yeah, yeah. It comes at the point like, the like it builds, then it, then there's like this uh, down apart, part, and then the chorus is like big
2: triumphant again. Yeah, it's kind of interesting seeing almost how. Um, I'm so sorry. This is uh, serious English major analysis for a second. Oh, go for but it. But it, it's interesting seeing the way that the, um, but the melody and the structure of the song itself really does mirror kind of the asceticism of early Christianity. Of as pervasive as faith is throughout all of his work, this idea of you really strip down the melody, you strip down the words all the way to him. Crying and being broken and admitting his faults and then finding a level of uh rebirth and kind of the more uh, maximalist uh way that it closes out interesting motif
3: yeah absolutely
0: well well, even in the genius annotations which there is a lot of catholic discourse in the comments i just want to say um (laughs) it uh references the i made a lot of mistakes part to the um Mea culpa, mea culpa, mea maxima culpa okay. um, of the Roman Rite, yeah. a liturgical rite in the Catholic Church. Uh, I'm not Catholic. I don't know if that's true. Um, it is.
3: But I'm, I but think pretty certain- the Catholic thing of mea culpa is like. A, I don't. I don't that, this song doesn't give me that mistake. Like, this song feels more, more triumphant, while the Catholic feeling of the mea culpa is more like. You just have to, yeah. Here, there's a reply by Everett, who I don't think is our friend Everett.
1: Let's assume
0: it's someone else. That's probably that's probably is Everett. Three (laughs) years, five years, three years ago. Yeah,
3: yeah. He says like the Catholic Church still says through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. So it's it's not like I made mistakes, but it's more like this is my fault, which I think is like a more right. I don't know. A, a, a more grave thing Like I think there's like a lot of people Who like won't admit their uh, fault And things and you know Are like who should Like realize that they made mistakes Or the things that happened are their fault but I also think that A lot of people who like if if you Super subscribe to the catholic dogma You're just gonna hate yourself
2: Right Give me a just a second. If you're typing, it's because I'm adding a comment to this annotation, which I'll share with you in a second. Um... <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Good.
0: This song could also be New York if we're uh, if we're still changing things to fit other. He, he does go to New York. He does mention New the. York. Yeah. yeah, I think honestly, well, a, he just it's like two in airdrop yeah. this one.
3: Although it's it he makes sense even... because it's like the two cities that exist. Mm-hmm. The first, thing and again,
1: the... if you like, put it into like uh Young Champion lore. To me, uh, the city where, th- where this happens, what is described in the song is Berlin. So,
0: yeah.
3: You
1: yeah. can also make Germany
0: this of Shen Stevens' album. <laughs> that would be... Yeah, once he's done with the 50 states, I think he should move on to uh, the rest <laughs> of the world. <laughs> to every <Yeah>. country. <laughs> 192 states.
3: It seems achievable. What if he made... <laughs> What if you made uh, Israel-Palestine a split
2: little <laughs> <laughs> okay Okay, uh, so I uh, I just uh, put a comment in there. Let me know if uh, right. it shows up for you or if it gets. Uh, Is it under the? It's if, under the mistakes part, right? It's under the genius annotation for yeah. I made a lot of mistakes times four. Um, uh, oh yeah, it's there a few seconds yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, just let me know um, it... <laughs> Okay, so this <laughs> This is a comment
3: A few <laughs> seconds ago Marked as missing something And it says uh, l- Let me know if this was you, Micah Or like coincidentally, someone else wrote a comment It says, when you consider the level of jubilation Associated with this song, though It begs the question of whether It's informed by Roman Catholicism traditional liturgy Or whether it's informed By the more triumphant liturgy of Sister Act And Sister Act II both starring Whoopi Goldberg.
2: I think it needs to be asked. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know what? Uh, I'm going to upload this because I think it raises a good point. Uh, uh, I, I guess I can
3: sign uh, on Facebook good. and upload it.
2: That's my last thought on this one. I just think that it's something that really needs to be said.
3: I, have, I think I've seen Sister Act. Like, it's, it's been really a while. Like I was like maybe 10 when I saw Sister Act. So. I don't remember much about the movie, but there was like the the music of Sister Act is like a popular uh, Latin formation choreography, so I heard that a lot, and it's pretty good. Absolutely,
0: that might it's honestly classic be classic for a reason.
2: Yeah, it might be the whole key to unlocking uh, the entire work of Stevens. Honestly, hmm. I mean, I'll never know, but it could be. <laughs>
3: let's let's keep that in mind for future episodes. Uh, this was apparently also featured on. Veronica Mars original motion picture Soundtrack 2014 And Little Miss Miss Sunshine Original motion picture soundtrack 2006 Uh, Which is An interesting selection of movies To feature this on I haven't seen I've seen like Two thirds of Little Miss Sunshine Because it was on TV but I missed the beginning
0: Yeah I remember the part where the Old man dies and that's about it (laughs) So, spoilers for Little Miss Sunshine. I, I have like a vague memory
3: of Steve Carell taking a piss in that movie. Literally, or out? No, 15. literally. Okay, cool. Ah, uh, is that it for Chicago? I guess if we like when we do uh, the avalanche, we can discuss the, like alternative versions of the song.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll cover all that. We'll just. The, I
1: mean,
3: the much-anticipated episode on the Avalanche.
0: <laughs> we know you're waiting for it. You're chomping at the bit, but please stop sending us emails about it. We see it. you, Lanchies. We'll get to it. <laughs> All the Lanch heads out there. All the Lanch heads.
3: So the well, last song we're gonna talk about is like the second most iconic Sufjan Stevens song, I guess, Casimir Pulaski Day.
0: Yes. Uh, I can't even front. This song gets me in my goddamn feelings.
1: Yeah I'm, and... I'm not listening to this anymore
0: It's too much Like
1: I'm having an okay day yeah. I'm gonna Kazima Poleski my day
3: I listened to it today And I'm, I'm doing okay But also like the uh, The reason why it uh, Why I have like a defense mechanism On this show is On this song is that uh, Friend of the show Matt from the website Noisespace.xyz Uh, Sad He sings along to this When he sings along to this song He says Cancer of the boner
1: I dislike that a lot
0: I don't care for that Because
1: the the meter doesn't work with that Doesn't make sense in the
3: lore (laughs) Just something to keep in mind
0: Well but if he Earlier if he also said Goldenrod and the 4-H stoner Uh That would be okay okay
1: this is okay this is epic because i have a (laughs) nod okay this is yeah it's good now (laughs) okay but we continue your father cried on the telephoner (laughs) okay (laughs) he drove his car in the navy yard just to prove that he was
3: bit of a slant rhyme there sufian
0: it's not
2: even a rhyme
3: uh micah who's casimir Pulaski?
2: Casimir Pulaski is a Polish general. Um, I know only two things about Casimir Pulaski. Uh, one is that he's got a day, which um, even, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not enough of a, of a souf head to remember, like, every album, every track, and all that sort of stuff off the top of my head. And so I'd kind of forgotten about Casimir Pulaski by the time that I moved to Illinois. Uh, But everyone asked me, like, why don't you know what Kasimir Pulaski Day is? Because it's a really big deal there. Uh, It's a holiday. We observe it, apparently. But it's a Polish general. And uh, I really hate this guy because I got dunked on really hard, like, my third week at the job for not knowing who he was. And so I've got a problem with him to begin with. So I was really glad whenever I left uh, Illinois.
1: Probably Polish nationhood as well, like.
2: I mean, uh, the probably i i have i have no qualms beyond just this person casimir pulaski is the only person i have it otherwise i love everybody but um i I get away from him i i move to new york i'm excited legitimately have the thought i'm glad i'll never have to deal with this guy again and i can finally put him out of my head um but casimir pulaski park is located uh in my current uh my current city of residence and apparently it's a big thing and uh I'm never going to get away from him, and it makes me want to cry on the telephone as I drive my car into a Navy Yard, and I just want to share that with you.
3: That's so brave of you to tell that story.
2: I really wow. feel like it It takes a lot of courage for me to say this Polish guy that I could look up on Wikipedia but refuse to. Um <laughs> is a is a problem like i have genius open for the lyrics right now i I saw his face and i'm not even scrolling down about halfway so anything past verse four i can't speak to
3: (laughs) god i'm i'm looking at his face now and uh i feel i feel that micah
0: he's got a stupid little mustache why is he
3: making that like Is the duck face or what does he do with his mouth Remember when people were doing duckface on their selfies and that was like a big thing? Uh,
0: every day. <laughs> ten years ago. Um, he's got a face like his mom just told him uh like his mom just told him to stop playing Minecraft but like he doesn't want to get mad but he's like still upset that he can't play Minecraft anymore so he's just like mm.
2: very pouty.
3: <laughs> That's exactly it. Um, yeah. I actually scrolled like down some... to look at
2: him. I broke my I broke my rule. Yeah, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go on. Uh, I don't know why his arm is like that. <laughs> he's gonna. He's about to pull out the sword. I guess, but I mean, you're posing for a portrait. Just like keep it at your side. <laughs> Trust me. By the time this portrait is finished in like forty eight hours, you can pull out the sword. It'll take two seconds.
0: <laughs> he has to be on his guard in case uh. Somebody, somebody attacks the artist's studio, and uh, the British, for example.
2: Yeah. What if the artist? What did he fight them? against?
1: I I do want to know that. I think he was in the, okay, first.
2: He, as American Revolution.
1: Right. So the 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 red coats, coat red.
3: I just had a an red image America? in my mind about how and how uh, funny it would be if like everyone who like poses for a portrait. Uh, has, like, a gun pointed at the camera because they had to hold (laughs) the painter at gunpoint to paint them.
2: It's called pulasking, and it's the new trend among teens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
3: All right, so, yeah, so this is a really sad song about how...
0: It's a real sad song. Um...
3: And it's, like, pretty literal, like... Uh, like it's it's not like, hmm, what can this be about? so many vague allusions, but it's like it's like pretty clearly just like just tells a, a story
0: yeah, it's, just a, it's a well told story,
3: yeah, um there's some like recurring Sufyan motives like being him being at Bible study uh it's like it's like the main bonding activity in Sufyan songs, like there was like a similar one in uh on Michigan where he tells like a childhood story about about how wacky those Bible studies were. And this is like a less fun Bible study activity one day. Pray but nothing ever happens. And I'm like about to cry again. Such a such a bummer song.
0: God. I mean it's the it's the Romulus of Illinois. <laughs> 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 you pulled you pulled a similar one
3: already <laughs> I forgot what it was, but it was similar no, but this one was like at least referencing an episode of this podcast and not one that uh, that is buried in the deep web but I mean you say it's it's pretty
1: literal, but I I would also like to speak that the uh say that the imagery of God taking you by the shoulders and shaking your face like just. God physically attacking you is pretty, pretty cool.
3: It's pretty epic. Because, yeah, this <laughs> is
0: pretty good to imagine.
1: You because it's like around. this is like a this is like a I'm being mad at God song because like God is fucking letting people die now. What what's what the heck? What's all this
0: nonsense about?
1: Yeah, and for like for like one of the few things in life that don't have a solution ever. Mm. Like Sufjan at least gave it like dignity, even though yeah, you you leave the song, you leave the song mad at God, but like you, I don't know, you maybe you honor yourself and the dead, and you still like you, you know, you keep your like your rapport with God, like yeah, yeah. I'm not. You're the greatest. You fucking punch in the face. You're the greatest. It's
0: not. To me, it's not so much anger as it is like sort of melancholy, like. Yeah, God uh, uh, God takes people from us and there's nothing we can do about that. It's not so much like anger as it is just sort of a, a quiet resentment.
2: Maybe I think it it's also... More,
0: more like it, yeah.
2: Yeah, I think it also sets up an interesting uh callback uh from um not a Sufjan album, but I'm sure they're they're related. Um but the uh 2015 God damn Broadway it. Smash It Hamilton.
3: I was gonna say the same thing. Uh, <laughs>
2: uh when when you're talking about um to quote from wait for it i'm so glad i beat you to this um love doesn't discriminate between the sinners and the saints it takes and it takes and it takes which really is is basically describing you know if you take the approach of god is love then it's really a development i think between the two and so in this sense the same way that this album bridges illinois and new york from the lyrics of chicago um it also bridges Illinois and New York City, the setting of Hamilton.
3: Mikey, can you, like, scroll down to the final line of the lyrics on Genius?
2: And he takes and he takes and he takes, absolutely. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. It's the perfect, it's the perfect parallel. The two songs.
3: The man brand is such a hack. Like, he just lifts an entire line, basically, out of a Sufjan song.
2: That's called a remix.
3: It's called I sampling, Janos. Casimir by Mac DJ or do we mix this. So. Uh,
2: so Hamilton's literally a, a just an extended Casimir pulaski uh remix with a lot of like interpolation of other lyrics.
3: Okay. Yeah, when he
2: says uh uh <laughs>
0: I don't know any Hamilton lyrics. Uh is there, isn't says, there, like, I'm a George Washington
3: reference somewhere in this? The one where he's out? rapping.
0: Oh, when he says Abraham Lincoln, that's, um, that's a president. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From Hamil- the olden times.
2: Hamilton is literally just a prequel to
0: Illinois. <laughs> he mentions Andrew Jackson, and the other, he's not in Hamilton either. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> no, but he's a president, too.
0: He's an old president. <laughs>
3: He's also dead just like Hamilton when he got shot. Yeah. Um there's like a part where in Spoilers. Hamilton it goes like the 10 dual commandments, 10 commandments, Bible, Bible study.
2: Yeah, I I think honestly that's it's got to be Hamilton was written as a prequel to Illinois by John Stevens. It's it's clear. I think we've unlocked it today. This is a big breakthrough. I just cracked the code between Sister
0: Act, Sister Act Two, Back in the Habit, in Hamilton. We can figure out what Sufjan was trying to say.
2: It's a it's a four album. part it's a four part um story essentially the four works of art. Mm. Yeah, tetralogy, quad, quadrilogy, whatever it's
3: quadrophenia by the Who.
0: Now it's up to five. Tetrachromacy by King Gizzard and the Wizardless.
3: <laughs> a quad
1: by like motorcycle producers. <laughs> it's a motorcycle with four four wheels
0: <sighs> quadcopter by from the here shot uh d-
3: d- pentatonics the d- d- the acapella a quad <laughs> a
1: quarter by the federal reserve
3: <laughs> i think if we reached a part in the podcast again where we stop making sense so <laughs> Uh, are we
1: ready to we are at the one hour mark it's perfect time to
3: to fuck off
2: <laughs> we've had yeah. a couple of major breakthroughs that I think have honestly think changed so. the future of Absolutely. music I think I'm feeling pretty good about yeah. where we are this
0: yeah. podcast will never be the same
1: no and America too will never be the same
3: yeah we're gonna we're gonna save America with this Podcast. We should have called this podcast Pod Save America. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's such a good name. Yeah.
0: Ah, uh, we should. Yeah. When we run out of Sufyan, uh, uh-huh. we should definitely call ourselves Pod Save America.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing that one of us wrote Obama speeches. Yeah, and we're not going to reveal and I'm one.
0: the other members of Pod Save America, which I definitely.
3: uh thank you, Micah, for joining us on this journey through. Some of some of the most iconic Sufi and Stevens Stephen, songs, and for giving yes, them what? the dignity and uh, serious analysis that they deserve.
2: Thank you so much for the opportunity to uh, be here, and it's, it is really good to hear that these are some of the most iconic songs because it kind of lets me off the hook for not listening to any of the rest of the discography. Absolutely. <laughs>
3: you do get to listen to Age of Arts," though. Ah,
1: don't worry about it. <laughs>
2: He's got have as much of us, like, references um... to
1: places. So,
2: <laughs> balls, balls in his court right now. All I gotta say. No,
3: that's true. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Kerry and Law could be renamed something after like some state.
0: Yeah, Oregon. Yeah.
3: Um, uh, yeah. do you have like anything to plug,
2: Micah? Uh... I, I would just say that um, I, I'm good friends with the admin over at uh, Rise and Grind Memes uh, for Side hustling Teens, and I would suggest you give that page a big old like, because uh, the name can no longer ever be changed again because of fraudulent trade practices claims against it.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> um, trade practices?
2: Yeah, so uh, whenever you... Don't incriminate
0: yourself, but please expand.
2: Well, from what I've been hearing from... uh, uh, Yeah, so basically when you're registered as a business on Facebook, Facebook expects you to to act like a business. And changing your name frequently to things completely different uh, isn't an acceptable uh, trade practice. And so you got one from mountain goats to yacht rock and back, but you don't get two... See, this is
1: why I'm a I'm a libertarian because that's bullshit. Like, yeah,
2: how I got, can
1: the government decide how I create my business?
2: I I the I t-
0: demands different means.
2: I, it, I would I would divest from Facebook if only it didn't mean having to re- rebuild a following. Right. And I'm, understandable. I'm already a or the admin there is already a, a barnacle getting minor internet famous off of talking about somebody else's art instead of making their own. And so it's just really too scary to go out there on my own on Insta.
1: I've heard that the admin of uh, the rise and grind uh, page, uh, met like the daughter of the niece of the person who founded the original, uh, something, something, but okay. Facebook group. So that's pretty cool. Uh,
2: they're actually, um, they're actually direct, uh, friends. They, uh, one was at the other's wedding. Can't say who was who.
1: Okay, so it's, it's, uh, they are a pretty big deal. Uh,
2: moderately. Again, as far as being less famous than the people that they're with that people recognize the fame for. It's like with the like, Curtain Collective. I,
3: I also uh, heard that uh, your Facebook page is more popular than Welcome to Night vale. Uh
2: It it was for uh, a brief Halcyon season. Um whenever we made a joke about communism and it got picked up by all the dirtbag left pages
0: uh, yeah rock and roll
2: oh it's it's what communism's about personal gain
3: and rock and roll alright well thanks for listening everyone um I guess I'm gonna shout out like my other podcast once again it's called A Song of Babies and Puppies we talk about A Song of Ice and Fire the books we're almost done with the first book it was like there's still like 100-something pages left, but we're getting there. So check that out if you're into that. Uh, well, yo, if we you do something? it, I'll do it as well. Let's go.
1: Yeah. I also have another podcast. It's entirely in German and with my old uh, friend from school, Jakob. And it's uh, just uh, a lighthearted conversation between two people who love each other. Uh, one is a normie and one is a revolutionary leftist and very cool. But it's not about that. It's about love. Which one are you? It's called Jan and Jakob Rady. Well, you have to listen to find out, of course.
2: You switch every week.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's that's fun.
2: Is your friend's name, like, Jankob?
1: No, like Jacob, Jakob.
2: <laughs> well, no, that's what I'm saying. Is oh. the two of you together. Like, you're, you're like a couple name. Like, the oh. two of you as friends are Jankob. We are now. Thank you. Thank you.
3: Jan, do you uh, want to
1: play i Not party? on any
0: other pod. I'm not on any other podcasts that are widely available yet, but that might change soon if I talk to people I like enough.
1: You have to get right. their disposition to you up. Like, you have to show up every day, maybe bring them an apple.
0: Yeah. You know, bring, yeah. Shine their shoes on the way to the train station. <laughs> you know, the normal, normal friend stuff. Yeah. Right. So, do you want to plug like a music channel instead? Oh oh yeah, that that other passion thing that I pour time and effort into. Um uh, yeah, that's you can find my music on uh soundcloud.com slash pure mothman and bandcamp uh just search for pure Mo- just search for pure mothman on all your favorite streaming services and I'm there. New music someday.
3: Nice. Uh and as we say at the end of every episode and now I'm gonna look up a lyric from Sister Act. Jan, you can
0: just <laughs> okay. There's literally no way we can vamp with this, like it's, the... <laughs> it's the what? Right, um... I just
3: googled Sister Act quotes <laughs> Alright, as we say at the end of every episode, brace yourselves sisters, spread out and look for Mary Clarence, try to blend in wait I got a better one as we say at the end okay. of every episode you're gonna go straight to hell
0: <laughs> should say that at the end of every episode
1: well cool All right, thanks a lot the... everybody y'all can stop your recordings
2: yeah yes we uh, literally unraveled two of the biggest mysteries in music I mean I'm feeling pretty good about myself even if I mispronounce Sufjan like eight different times eight different ways it's fine just fix it in post
1: Oh yeah, but he says Sufjan, and nobody says Sufjan. Hmm.
2: I mean, you pronouncing it that way is dangerously close to me listening to the album already, so I'm gonna have to recuse myself from the rest of this conversation.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna make some uh, nachos. I'm gonna put them in the oven and put uh, like uh, kidney beans and um, shredded cheddar and mozzarella over it, and some chilies. If that's okay with y'all,
2: y'all can have some. I'm on, on my way as soon as flying or stepping outside is legal again. Okay, good. I'll keep some. Because when I fly over, I'm sure my arms will be tired after. All right, everybody. As they say um, on Sister Act, possibly, uh, may you soar on wings of angels. (laughs) Amen.